Hi guys, welcome to the Try Watches podcast. This week it is it was just me actually, because um, yeah, Cam and Thomas are both on their holidays, um, just having a bit of rest and relaxation time. And I was going to put up a, uh, a short message just to say that there's no podcast this week, but it felt kind of lazy. And you know, there's actually been a few interesting things pop up this week, so I thought I'd probably just sit here and uh, put some of my unwanted opinions out into the void. So. Yeah, um, we won't do a wrist check because I'm sitting here totally unprepared, not wearing a watch, so sorry about that, guys. But uh, where would we start this week? So this week, it's been kind of interesting. We've had a lot, it seems to be like a week of like really big colour that's coming out. So uh, to start, the first thing that took my eye, well, I say caught my eye, it probably caught my eye for most of the wrong reasons, was this uh, the Maurice Lacroix icon t- hashtag tied, which, I mean, don't even get me started about the fact that it's, the name of the watch is a hashtag. Um, that's uh, that's by the by. Um, what do I think about these? These are. I mean, I really wanted to like this because I'm a big fan of the icon. I like that integrated look. Um, but none of these, none of these colorways really do it for me for a start. I mean, I kind of like the white and blue, but I don't like that it's got diamond markers. And then, um, I mean, this is. They look like they look like toy watches. They look kind of kind of like those ice watches that you get in shopping centers and things. And then I saw that they're starting at seven hundred and fifty dollars, and that yeah, that totally noped me straight out of it. I mean, also as well, like it's we've talked about this on this podcast before, and I suppose people who've listened to us for quite a while might remember the episode where we talked about brands greenwashing themselves, and this is kind of this smacks of it really because it's like talking about ocean plastic, but when we think about it, like, I mean, how much plastic really goes into these things? We're not really going to be saving the great plastic patch in the in the Atlantic with these. They're, um, it's just a bit, it's a bit of marketing fluff as always, really. But I don't love them. Like the colours, I think it's poss- It's going in the right direction, I suppose, for like a fun, summery beach watch. But even then, they're what with a hundred meter water resistance. They're good for like jumping in the pool, I suppose. But Eh, I'm not going to go for it. Oh, there actually, there is a there is a white and blue one that doesn't have diamond markers, possibly, but I'm not spending $750 on it for... I'd rather just get a System 51, really. So we'll end that one there. Uh, and next, what's next, what's next? Um, there's... Oh, yeah, so MBNF, the Mad One. I I think I had some opinions about this before, about how... I know it's probably shocking everyone that I have opinions about things. I had some opinions on this being, you know, just like not in the true spirit of MBNF or something. I can't remember what I said. And, you know, I mean, I like the fact that this is coming out now and it is an accessible price point rather than being a invitation only piece for friends of the brand. So really, it was like, although it was a more accessible price it was still cost prohibitive because you had to be an mbnf customer in the first place this one is red and it looks to be fair it looks really good it does look good in red um i'm a big fan of blue and i think i might actually prefer this red one if i had the cash rolling around burning a hole in my pocket maybe i'd enter the ballot for one of these but i don't so i won't um but i mean come on if this one this comes up i think this comes out or about two and a half thousand pounds two thousand three hundred pounds and you know that's oris money and you're going to get something kind of pretty special um hoping that the ballot they do is actually a decent number and it's not like for 
10 watches and then everyone's disappointed. So that could be fun. If someone gets a hold of one, I'd like to see it. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, it's it's not something I have right now, the money for. Um, and I couldn't buy it because I'd be contradicting opinions I've made in this podcast. And everything we say on here is obviously reserved for posterity now. So going back on ourselves makes us look like massive hypocrites. Or me only, really. Um, this is going to be a short one because I'm just... I'm, kind of just filling the air for you guys just so you don't feel totally ripped off that you filled up a download slot on your Spotify for podcast for just me to come on and tell you that sorry we're not here this week um oh so as everyone probably knows big fan of studio underdog got one myself got the mint choc chip and they're bringing their april fools aubergine eggplant for the americans listening uh watch to reality so that should be good if people want a uh a watch with phallic connotations. Um, you know, this is, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd love Studio Underdog with the eggplant link, aubergine link. It's kind of like, it's like where we have stealth wealth, this is like the stealth I'm a cock watch rather than wearing a Royal Oak offshore. No, but I really like this and it's all going to a good cause. And if I didn't already have the mint choc chip, I'd probably try and pick this up, but I can't justify having two of these at the same time but i would encourage everyone to try and grab one of these because what is it, it's 500 dollars 500 pounds probably around that anyway because that's what the other ones were um and i think it's super fun like all the stuff richard does it she do on the dock it's great and it's for a great cause so why would you not want to get it um i think it's probably i mean this mint choc chip is my favorite one which is why i've got that one um i'd probably put this in I think it's I think it's better than the watermelon. I think I like it more than the watermelon. And so I'd probably put it in second place out of all of their colourways. Great watch. Looks really, really good, really fun. I was wearing mine earlier on today and I probably could have kept it on for this recording to have a bit of continuity, but we live and we learn. Ah, what else is there? Oh, okay, listen, I suppose I'll just talk about this last one. The Bulgari's new Octofinissimo Ultra is now the world's thinnest watch and sets a new record. Now, that's really cool, I suppose, if you're into that, if you're into wanting your watches to be like a sheet of paper. Um, I don't know if it's really something that I appreciate the engineering feat behind it. I don't really know if it jazzes me that much to have a watch that's super thin. Um, I know what doesn't float my boat is this QR code on the on the um, mainspring it's just, I mean, come on, really? We could do in this? It's just like, we talked about NFTs. I clearly am not. Either I'm too old to understand it or I'm too just cynical to understand NFTs or to really care about it. But to have this watch which shows off everything they're doing and then to stick that on the front and tie it in with NFTs, it kind of reminds me when Hublot did that Big Bang Bitcoin watch. It's just like, I mean, if, if I was the kind of person to really want a super thin Bulgari and had the cash and bought this, I'd probably buy it. And then, I mean, currently if you're buying this, you've got, you've got a few quid, you're not hurting for money. And then and I'd then go back to Bulgari and say, this is great. Now, can you please put a blank one of these in? Because I'm not having this fucking ugly QR code on the front of this lovely watch. Um, I like it. Yeah. How much does this thing even cost? Let me have a look at this. 
Too much. I know it's going to be too much. I don't even know why I'm even bothering to look. Um, what are we saying here? Ooh, 400,000 euros to have a barcode on the front of your watch. Is that someone... Is that something people want? Or are we totally jumping the shark of NFTs here? I just don't know. But, yeah, that's it really. Some 10 minutes worth of me talking shit in your ears, which is, you know, which is the norm, but normally at least you have Cam and Thomas to break that up. So apologies for that. But, um, yeah, sorry we're not having a proper episode this week. This has just been a bit of a placeholder. And, you know, we'll see you all next week. And we'll have a proper episode full of proper nonsense. And, you know, I mean, come on, who's listening to this right now? I could say anything I wanted, but I won't. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.